everybody, it's Michael. If you could do me a favor and take 10 seconds to quickly subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review if you haven't done so already, it would mean the world to me if you could. I appreciate all of your feedback and support more than you could ever imagine. And without further delay, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about how to stay happier during the winter with everything going on with the pandemic, with the messy political elections, and, you know, just really like the stress that this last year has brought. I don't think there's anybody out there who can say, yeah, you know, this year has been less stressful than previous years. It doesn't matter what like good has happened in your life. It's completely different. And as much like it this year, I haven't actually minded it too much. I know that sounds kind of bad, but I've had a decent time in quarantine and have really just found some sense of happiness through it. And it's so weird to say, but the world that we know is completely different than it was eight months ago. And that thought alone has me thinking like, okay, if this much can change in eight months, what is going to change in the next eight months? Is COVID going to be worse? Are we going to have a vaccine? How is the new president going to do in office? All of these different questions come to mind. And it's scary. It really is scary. But at the same time, you have to realize like there's nothing that we can do about all of the outside factors going on. The only thing that you can do is focus on yourself. And that's what I really want to emphasize today is, yeah, we might be going through the middle of a pandemic. We might have a new president in office here January 21st. At least I hope that's a date. I really do. But you just have to focus on what you can do to stay healthy and to stay happy. You know, as White House advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci said, he said Americans should prepare for a harsh winter as the coronavirus is expected to surge due to the cold weather, the increased time indoors, and then obviously like with holiday gatherings and everything like that, you know, it's just going to be like spreading like a wildfire. And in Minnesota where I live, I think during the summer or the fall at least, so like from the start of COVID up until September, the highest number of cases that we had in a single day was 1,200. Well, you know what? The winter came, people didn't social distance, and now yesterday we hit over 8,000 cases in Minnesota. And that's like, oh my gosh. If you think about it, it has gone up, what is that, a lot. It has quadrupled more than quadrupled just in the last two months. It's like, wow, if 8,000 people in the last two months, or if it's quadrupled in the last two months and 8,000 people have it today, where is it going to be in another two months? You know, is it going to be 40,000 people a day? What is this going to look like? And there's so many different scenarios that could play out. Just nobody has any idea. It is so uncertain And that's why Dr. Anthony Fauci told the Harvard Medical School on September 10th that we really need to hunker down and get through the winter and fall because it isn't going to be easy. You know, with COVID comes stress. With the holidays comes stress. It's going to be a lot more Zoom happy hours. And this, like, (laughs) the bare shelves at the grocery store, I don't know if I can handle another winter or spring with that, but you don't really have a choice Combine that with the fact that we're going through the political election and both sides are exercising their rights to the extreme. You know, you have Republicans who are saying, I'm not going to wear a mask because it doesn't do me any good. Then you have Democrats who won't go outside or won't go anywhere who say, I'm not doing that because nobody is wearing a mask. And then that's going to lead to like isolation and depression. 
it is all just a little bit chaotic. But it doesn't have to be that way. You know, as I mentioned, I have been able to find that balance you know, through the whole pandemic where I'm able to go out. I've been able to keep my sanity. And for me, that hasn't always been easy. You know, during seasonal depression, or I've experienced seasonal seasonal depression. I've gone through all of that. And the winter, you know, with the days getting shorter, the nights getting longer, that can really trigger seasonal depression. And I was reading an article. It was by Jeff Gardieri, who is a board-certified clinical psychologist and associate professor at Turo College in New York City. It says instead of using the or instead of approaching the fall and winter with fear and the trepidation and dread, we should prepare ourselves as much as possible. You know, despite experiencing the endless amounts of change over the last eight months, the changes we need to make don't need to be as drastic as the change that we have necessarily gone through. So what I mean by that is, you know, the world that we know is completely different. But you don't have to do something completely different in order to get through the next eight months. You can just build off of things that you're already doing on a daily basis. And that's really going to help you to maintain a positive mindset and just, you know, approach the whole season with um, a little bit more happiness. And the holidays really are supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year. This is the first holiday with you know, going through a pandemic, so nobody really knows what that looks like. But I want to share with you some of the things that have helped me to kind of like maintain that level of happiness. And I'm not going to say like these are going to work for you. It is going to be completely different for everybody. Just know that right off the bat. Everybody has different things that make them tick. Um, you know, just talking about depression, I wasn't one who found it beneficial to see a therapist or a counselor. I instead chose a medication route. That's not for everybody. These tips aren't going to be for everybody but I want to share with you what has worked for me. So the first thing is waking up at a normal time. You know, even before the pandemic started, I was waking up every morning at 5 a.m., going to the gym before work, and then would, you know, commute into work. Now, well, I don't have to take that hour-long commute every day, so I did push that back until 6 a.m., so I go to bed roughly 10, 10.30 every single night, get up at 6 a.m., go through a workout in the morning, and really, you know, just I like waking up before the sun. I like still feeling that accomplishment. Like, yeah, I'm waking up before anybody else. I'm getting a jump start on the day. And it's just, I don't know, like that mindset of feeling more successful. So sleeping in later isn't going to necessarily help you, you know, just like not getting enough sleep is bad for your health. Getting too much sleep is actually not a good thing either. It can put your mood into a negative state of mind, just like getting uh, too few hours of sleep can do. So it's important to follow a routine and stick to your regular, you know, wake up and bedtimes, regardless of if you're working from home and don't have to commute any longer. Your entire sleep cycle can get thrown off by later wake up times or even naps during the day. You know, and these behaviors do have a negative impact on your biological clock that regulates sleep and wakefulness. So all of this can contribute to sleep insomnia or other sleeping disorders. It can just throw your entire mood for a funk. That is, you know, especially if you're going through like depression or any other mental health related illness, getting enough sleep and getting the right amount of sleep is 
so, so valuable. You know, if you get too much, you wake up and you just feel like this haze is all over you. But if you don't get enough sleep, then you're on edge and just your mood is negative. So getting a good night's sleep can help you to properly respond to mental stressors that are really going to help you to make it through the pandemic and the winter. And it's also going to help you, you know, your immune system function optimally. When we don't get enough sleep, our immune systems struggle. When we get too much sleep, they're not strong enough. I don't know. That's just how it is. Scientific research right there. The second thing is to get some light. You know, as I mentioned, like, I like waking up first thing in the morning and before like winter, I would actually go outside every single morning and would go like on a walk or a run. I don't do that now because it's winter. It's a lot of snow on the ground. I mean, it's only like November, but there's still a good amount of snow. It's cold AF. I don't like that. So I try to, you know, get out of the house on a daily basis and just like go walk around outside if it's a 15 minute break over work. Um, But it's also important to be sure to get that right amount of light. And having a home office, that can be a challenge. You know, I'm in the basement. My sister works in the basement as well, where it's naturally more dark than upstairs. And so one of the things that she actually did is ordered one of those light therapy lamps. And this is super cool because it's a lamp that gives you the same amount of light or the same amount of rays as the sun does. So you can turn it on and set a timer. So like, let's say 30 minutes or an hour and the light will stay on for that long until obviously it runs out, then it'll shut off. But it's just a nice way to get like that light because as we all know, light improves your mood Um, It just makes you feel happier, you know, being dark or like staying in a dark place. That's really when the depression comes out. And that's when your mind can just become your worst enemy. So the lack of natural light in the colder months does make it harder to get light. Um, But if you can, you know, get outside during the middle of the day, get outside, take a walk around the block, uh, go to the grocery store with mask on, hopefully whatever that might look like. Just make sure to get some light, especially if you're in the basement. If you are in the basement, I recommend still getting out and getting some light, but then also getting like one of those light therapy lamps or just having bright lights around you. It is really going to make a difference on your mental health. It's going to make you feel so much more happier and just alive. Like there's a reason people in Florida or people in Hawaii are naturally happier. And that is because, you know, the light, the sun, it really does help to improve your mood. So that is the second thing to do this winter. The third thing is to find a way to be comfortable outdoors. You know, if you're in the northern part of the U.S., this can be a bit of a challenge. You know, as I mentioned, Minnesota right now, I think three or four days ago, we ended up getting seven inches of snow. And that was our, like our second snowstorm of the year. Um, the weekend before, like this is how crazy it is. Last weekend, it was 70 degrees and sunny. Two, two days later, it was 20 degrees and seven inches of snow. Like that's just how drastically the weather can change here. Um, and that really makes it hard to 
exercise outside on a regular basis or to get outside. And so one of the things that Minnesotans prepare for is they have their summer workout gear, but they also have like fall gear, which is just a wind coat. Um, and then you have your winter gear, which is a parka. If you can make sure that, you know, you bundle up and get outside. There isn't wrong. There isn't anything wrong with, you know, having a parka on and going for a jog or going for a walk. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit cold, but as long as you bundle yourself up, keep yourself warm so that you don't catch a cold or don't get sick or anything like that, try your best just to get outdoors. The fresh air and the light during the day, that is what is going to do wonders for your mental health, and that's really what's going to leave you feeling happier. And it goes into the fourth thing, which is to exercise regularly. You know, Going back to the psychologist earlier, Gardery, I think his last name is, he says he uses an indoor cycling bike every single morning because it gets the neurotransmitters flowing, which helps to improve your mood and focus. And then, obviously, when you exercise regularly, your body releases endorphins, dopamine, and serotonin, all of which contribute to happiness. So I decided to take his advice and I bought a cycling bike of my own. (laughs) And no, I didn't actually do it because of him, but I did buy a cycling bike for my room. It was when my sister and I went in on it, but it was $240 and it's like just a good stationary bike where you can put up uh, an iPad on it as well, follow along with classes. Otherwise, what I did today is, you know, Saturday afternoon, jumped on the bike for 40 minutes, put the iPad up and watch TV. That way I'm keeping entertained while exercising and still finding a way to maintain like healthy behaviors. And that's what it's about. It's about getting creative and doing something that you can follow along to. What would have been the alternative? I probably would have been watching TV regardless, but now I can just do it on my iPad and make sure to get that exercise in. Like exercising and getting your blood flowing so critical for your mental health and your immune system. You know, as we're going through the pandemic, you need to have a strong immune system. As we're going through the winter months alone, like forget a pandemic. As you're going through the winter months, you need to find ways to boost your immune system. And I'm not one to go to the gym right now. I don't really like going into places where people are breathing heavily or where you're close to people, even with a mask. Um, And so that's why I wanted a bike. You know, I can get up every morning and I can jump on the bike for 30 to 40 minutes before work. And then, you know, over lunch, I can go outside for a 15 minute walk, you know, just finding these different creative ways to maintain healthy behaviors. That's, that's how you're going to make it through the month. And maybe you're like, okay, well, I don't have an extra $230 to go on Amazon and buy a bike not saying you have to. There are so many free videos on YouTube that you can do, like follow along with workout videos um, and just, you know, there's so many classes online. It is absolutely ridiculous right now. Like every single, every other video online right now is probably a workout video, um, but that's just like what people have resorted to. And there are so many people out there that who do them on a daily basis who have been able to maintain healthy behaviors. I guess what I'm trying to get at is there's no excuse for not exercising regularly. Even if it's by your bed, grab a TV or pull up your computer or do something and follow along with a workout video. Uh, Maybe that's like if you're in an apartment complex, 
running up and down the stairs a few times, whatever you have to do to get your body moving. It doesn't matter how you get your body moving, just as long as you do. The fifth thing is to do more of what you enjoy. This can be a little bit hard for some, you know, as you're not able to really go outside and be with friends or be in large groups, but there are so many things that you can do as far as hobbies go um, to really just like stay happy. For me, I took up a new hobby, obviously podcasting as well through COVID, um, but also started a YouTube channel because I really enjoy just like making videos and connecting with other people. And I feel that's a good way for me to express my creative outlet. And then if that wasn't enough, (laughs) I ended up signing up to start classes for a master's program. I work at a university, so I get it for free. And I was like, huh, okay, well, this winter, I've already procrastinated on doing that for a year, so it's going to be a long winter at home. Might as well do something productive and start my master's. doesn't mean I have to finish it in a certain amount of time, um, but you know, just take like one class per quarter and just get that underway, and who knows what that might look like. I don't know if I'll enjoy it, uh, so there's nothing I have to complete if I don't want to, but just finding these different ways to keep yourself challenged and to really just like do more of what you enjoy. Now, if you enjoy reading, read more books. If you enjoy, uh, I don't know, there are so many activities that you can do on your own. You, even if you're social distancing, there are so many things that you can do. And if not, like if you don't feel like you can do anything this winter because of social distancing or you just feel isolated from others, you know, it might be a good idea to seek professional help. And a lot of people don't like talking about professional help just because they think like there's this negative stigma around it. Even before COVID, before the world was in a pandemic, there was nothing wrong with seeing a counselor or seeing a doctor for how you were feeling. But I feel right now, especially, it's so important to know how your mind is feeling. It is so important to find that outlet that allows you to just like release your thoughts and I don't know, like if if you're out there and it's just you've been struggling these last eight months, I strongly encourage you to seek professional help. Like you're not going to be judged. Nobody is going to care really if you're seeing a counselor or not. Um, That might sound like the wrong wording. I apologize about that. But what I'm trying to say is everybody would much rather have you feeling good regardless of how you did it than not feeling good. So I strongly encourage you to, you know, if you're, if you're struggling to find that happiness or struggling to find uh, ways to or do more of the things that you enjoy, find that professional help. It is out there. And awareness right now towards it is only increasing. So just see a doctor, see a counselor, see a therapist, psychologist, even just talk to the your family or friends over zoom, you know, just getting your emotions out of your head and just off your chest. It can do a world of wonders. You know, you can also try like journaling or, uh, writing or podcasting. I mean, like this, that's one of the reasons that I podcast and I make YouTube videos because I constantly have thoughts going on in my head. Like it's, it's nonstop. It is, it's absurd. And if I didn't have a way to express those thoughts, I feel like they would just build up inside of my head and I'd probably go crazy. So this is just a good way for me to release them and just like 
get them out into the world. Hopefully they help somebody else. You know, that that's really what I try to do is I try to help other people as well as help myself. That is important to me. So find a way just to express yourself. We're all going through a lot of change right now in life. And the more we try to go through it on our own, the more our negative emotions take over. That's, that's just a simple matter uh, of, you know, that's just a simple truth right there. So as we're going through the political elections, as we're going through the winter, as we're coming up on the holiday season, all these things bring stress to our lives. Don't let this winter become something you dread. You know, instead, take the steps to improve your happiness during what is truly supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year. You know, learn to recognize your triggers, whether that's financial, whether that's personal, whether that's mental demands, and try to combat them before you, you know, let them, before they lead to a meltdown. You don't want that. You know, with a little planning and with a little positive thinking and hopefully some of these tips, you can find peace during the holiday season and during this winter. You know, we're all going through it together. You are not alone, and that is so valuable to know. So, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. I hope you did find it beneficial. Again, that's something I really try to, you know, I guess that's why I like record podcasts and YouTube videos. I just want to bring value to you. So uh, if you did, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating on the show below uh, as well as share it with your friends, family, everybody out there. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay healthy. Stay well. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Goodbye.